June 24th, 2007. On this particular day, I am the solo dispatcher in the South Lake Tahoe Communication Center because I've sent my partner home sick. We're in red flag warnings, and that means it's hot, it's dry, it's windy, and fire danger is imminent. I get the first call about the column of smoke, and then the second, and the third, and the fourth, and at some point in time, I was absolutely overwhelmed, and I knew this was bad. And then it dawned on me, this feeling of dread crept up my spine and into my brain. My 90-year-old father was home alone in the path of the fire. Fortunately, my husband, Mark, who worked for the South Lake Tahoe Police Department, was on patrol that day, and I said, honey, go get dad. Fast, now. So he drove out lights and sirens and grabbed my dad just as the flames from the houses around him were starting to lick his own house. No time to get jewelry, no time to get prized possessions, no time to get anything, money, nothing, go. This, of course, was the Angora Fire. We lost 3,100 acres, 254 homes, plus a lot of other structures. No human lives were lost, but a lot of pets and a lot of wildlife perished in the fire. About a week later, we were allowed to go back and survey the carnage into the burn area, and my father's once very comforting, warm home was now reduced to ashes and twisted metal and a chimney. And his green Buick was melted into the driveway. But the worst was his garden. He had planted this garden seed by seed and hand watered it, collecting seeds from backpacking and hiking trips that we had gone on. It was his pride, it was his passion and it was just erased. In fact, I looked around and I thought, I'm living in a black and white photo. A couple of weeks later, we were allowed to come in and start sifting through the ashes and reconnecting with our neighborhood, and of course, everybody else had lost everything too. And we started celebrating these little teeny victories. Somebody found a wedding ring. Somebody else found a favorite coffee mug. And the best part was, everybody's corning ware survived the fire. <laughs> It was awesome. Buy Corningware. I'm the poster child. For us, the little victory was my mother's china doll. It had come over with her family generations ago from England, and there it lay, covered in soot, but no worse for the wear. It survived the fire. So my husband and I also lost our home in the Angora fire. And we decided that the three of us would buy a house together because my dad joked, I'm never going to live past a rebuild, so we'd better just buy something. We built a home, or bought a home in the Angora, or near the Angora Fire area, and then had a conversation with my dad. What do you want to do with your vacant lot? And he said, I really want to give back to my neighborhood. I really want to give back to these people who allowed me to come into their homes on Thanksgiving when you couldn't be there, and who, whose kids came and played with me in my garage. Okay, what do you want to do? I want to build a garden. What a great idea. What a beautiful thing to do. So I started talking to my friends at the Tahoe Resource Conservation District, and before I knew it, we had a plan on paper ready to go. 
And in fact, we had our first dedication, we planted our first tree, we had neighbors and friends coming out donating all these plants. We planted cedar trees and Jeffrey pines and willows and aspen and the shrubs. Shrubs were everywhere. We had ever uh, currants and wild roses and elderberries. And the wildflowers were spectacular. They grew so, so beautifully. So we started to develop this garden, and we got other people interested. South Tahoe Public Utility District wanted to make it a model garden for water conservation. My own Lake Valley Fire, where I worked, they wanted to make it a model for defensible space. It was awesome. And then the wildlife started coming in. I mean, we had the hummingbirds feeding on the columbines, and the birds started nesting in the trees, and the, there were mountain bluebirds and robins, you name it. The jays, of course, squawking at us all the time. There were sh shrubs that were hiding the little bunnies from the coyotes, and the lizards would sun themselves on the little rock wall. But the best part, we had weeds. We were a garden. We were an established garden. So the neighborhood kids started coming in and playing in the garden, and we had built some raised vegetable beds, and they would come in and plant things so that they could watch them grow. My husband built and designed an, an arbor for the garden so that people could just relax and see the beauty for what it was. The California Conservation Corps and a lot of our uh, local service organizations would come in weed and clean the paths. And the Master Gardener program would run classes and they would plant things so that they could pull them back up and sell them at their annual vegetation sale. So we were truly something born of a community. I think my outlook regarding community has changed the most. It seems like something that's really important takes a lot of time and a lot of hard work to make it successful. And I've learned that I need to be involved. I need to be an activist for the things I'm passionate about. And sometimes the best things come from the smallest seeds. The most poignant part of this story is when our neighbors, my dad's next door neighbors, came to us and they were gonna sell their property and move because they were absolutely devastated by the fire. And they said, we see the beauty of the garden. We're going to rebuild, we're coming back, we're gonna return to our neighborhood. Wow. So there's a sign on the garden. It says, Evans Family Garden. Out of the ashes has ridden a model for fire defensible space, water conservation, best management practices, and most importantly, beauty. Please enjoy the peace and solace that this garden gives. Sadly, my father did not last to see the garden. In fact, he passed away before the planting of the first tree. But I make sure that those wildflowers are surviving. I make sure that they are thriving. And I feel his spirit every time I go to the garden. I hope that this garden is a representation of the resiliency of our neighborhood and our community and of the spirit of giving back that was so ingrained in my parents. I'm quite sure that's what my father would wanted. <laughs>